my fashion lovelies. Welcome to The Color of Fashion, a podcast where I discuss unique fashion perspectives. My name, Michelle Washington, and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a fashion industry professional to dig deep into the complex issues. Thank you for joining me. Well, as soon as you hear my voice, you know it's time to talk fashion, baby, fashion. And I'm standing on the corner of, I woke up like this and flex, girl, flex. And since I'm an international podcast now, I'd like to say hello, hola, bonjour, konnichiwa, guten tag, and ni hao, fam. Let's get into it. Now, I need you to hop into, and I did say hop, into my time machine. Yes, my time machine back into the grooviness of 1973 for a little fashion history lesson. A history lesson that may not be embedded in the pages of your fifth period history book that doesn't pop up on your college aptitude test or your SAT. I'm talking about a look back into historical fashion excellence. Now, I need the current and the future fashion professionals You know who you are. Those of you standing on the shoulders of giants. I'm talking about the fashion event of the century, better known as the Battle of Versailles. Yes, the night American fashion made history from what became competition that shook the fashion world, pushing Americans and American designers into the spotlight and redefined the fashion industry forever. All in one night, all in one Wednesday evening in Versailles. The date, November 28th, 1973. American designers and models stole the show. Now, fashion critic and fashion correspondent Robin Gavon chronicled in a new book that this was the most glamorous night in fashion history. One that put American designers once and for all on the map it was gorgeous red uniforms saber wielding officers flanked the gilded gates along with some 100 footmen in 18th century white powdered wigs and invitations no doubt pale blue invitations with gold script who received these invitations i'm so glad you asked a notable guest list of attendees of, oh, 700. On this guest list, Princess Grace, Andy Warhol, Elizabeth Taylor, just to name a few. And Josephine Baker did the opening for the French and Liza Minnelli, one of Halston's closest friends, opened for the American designers. The event was created by one and none other than the unrivaled Eleanor Lambert. At the time, she was the most powerful American fashion publicist. Later, she was instrumental in increasing the international prominence of the American fashion industry and in the emergence of New York City as the major fashion capital. 
Now, over the course of her iconic 75-year career, Lambert was also the founder of New York Fashion Week, the CFDA, better known as Council of Fashion Designers of America, and wait for it, the Met Gala. Ah, now I've caught your attention. So the Battle of Versailles event was made possible by the meeting of Lambert and the Palace of Versailles curator, Gerald Van der Kemp, who was seeking opportunities to raise funds for the palace. It needed desperate renovations. So at the root, the Battle of Versailles was an opulent fundraiser. Yes, a lavish well-planned fundraiser for the palace renovations, it was falling apart. The palace stood as a beautiful structure for so long that it was falling into shambles, and the event was meant to raise funds for the restoration of the palace. This once immaculate compound for Louis XIV had seen better days. Well, let me tell you, Millions of dollars was needed, millions of dollars. And Eleanor proposed an elegant high society dinner and fashion show that would feature both French and American designers. The fundraiser soon turned into an epic face-off between French designers Yves Saint Laurent, Hubert da Vinci, Emmanuel Ungaro, Pierre Cardin, and Christian Dior's Marc Bohan versus American designers Oscar de la Renta, Bill Blass, Anne Klein, Holston, and Stephen Burroughs. Now, Anne Klein was accompanied by her assistant, a 25-year-old Donna Karen, who was six months pregnant at the time. Now, out of the American designer, Stephen Burroughs was a black designer at the height and top of the fashion scene, which earned him his place. The Americans brought a total of 36 models with them. Ten of the models were black, unprecedented at the time. There was Pat Cleveland, Beth Ann Hardison, Billy Blair, Jennifer Bryce, Oliver Chin, Norma Jean Darden, Charlene Dash, Barbara Jackson, Ramona Saunders, and Amina Warsama. I know you're thinking, how so is this unprecedented? Well, at this time, you have to understand, at this time in Europe, most Europeans had not seen so many black models on stage all at once. The doors in Europe were closed to black models before the Battle of Versailles, and quite arguably, the first time the world was introduced to a dance move called voguing. Sorry, Madonna. So during this time, fashion for the French houses was traditionally serious. We're talking about silent, serious. They were mostly private salon shows. They took place in silence with only number cards and they were called out the numbers that matched the styles to identify the styles and if music was played it was let's just say very low-key in the background and barely heard. However in America the 70s oh 
music became a powerful expression of freedom. The American models were encouraged to be dynamic and spontaneous and to let the music lead them. The French dedicated fashion to what was a showmanship of elegance. And the French did see the Americans, well, actually they did not see the Americans as competition. And that became the blind spot at the Battle of Versailles. Up until this moment, the French dictated fashion and the Americans would watch French shows and replicate whatever was on the runway straight to the department store floors. 1973 was also revolution. The end of the Vietnam War, new visibility for social justice. Now I could continue with the talk of history and glamour and how elegant and beautiful everything was at the Palace of Versailles, but there was drama. Yes, drama. The French had carte blanche to rehearse in the day while the Americans rehearsed late at night. Quoting the documentary Battle at Versailles, narrated by Stanley Tucci, the conditions were deplorable. It was cold. There was no food, no toilet paper. Goodness, basically this was complete chaos. Stressful tempers on high egos even higher. There were designers having meltdowns and pep talks given by Liza Minnelli, not to mention last minute set changes. The dilemma, the American set designer prepared the set using inches rather than centimeters. So the designers from the States were left with useless backdrops that didn't fit the space. Instead, they utilized dramatic lighting and music and, of course, their colorful clothes. Although this was never meant to be a competition, the French designers viewed the American counterparts as merely sportswear designers. So they really didn't feel they were in any danger of losing their title. However, the tables were turned and the American designers and their models stole the show providing a youthful approach that was stunning, stunning to the French audience. By the end of the evening, the French had a two-hour show with a 40-piece orchestra, while the Americans had officially taken their place in history and won the world stage in 30 minutes filled with vibrancy, grooviness and liberation. Definitely prompting a major shift in how race, gender, sexuality, and economics would be treated in fashion for decades to come. Especially the inclusion of black models. It was an evening at Versailles that American designers made the rest of the world feel their presence by their success in capturing the spirit of the modern woman through both their clothes and the pure energy they poured out into the show. Today's interesting fact, at the Battle of Versailles, the soundtrack to the biggest nights in fashion was R&B soul 
played from a cassette tape at high volume as Stephen Burroughs' models moved freely to Al Green's Love and Happiness. The looks in Anne Klein's collection were African-inspired and Oscar de la Renta sent his collection down the runway to Barry White's instrumental soul meets disco song, Love's Theme. Don't believe me? Look it up. Mother has spoken. As always, I'm here to bring you all of the ooh, all of the ah, and all of the things. Yes, all of the things. Thank you for tuning in. Want more fashion and style gems? Visit my website, stylistmichellewashington.com. And also register for my monthly online masterclass, Owning Your Style. Like this podcast? Please subscribe and share. Until next time, a smile is always in style. Keep it fashionable.